0: In some underreported news, Biden inflation is causing wages to drop. Nancy Pelosi confirms Biden will yet again break another campaign promise, saying that the president does not have the power, as many have said, to forgive student loan debt. Whistleblowers come forward, according to NBC, and say they were told to downplay COVID outbreak among migrant kids at border facilities. All this and more on this edition of Jay Shakur reports. Biden's inflation causes wages to drop as a potential housing, particularly rental crisis is looming. As you may know, in about two days from this video from the time you're watching this or from the time this is recorded rather july 31st after that the as of now the moratorium on rent the moratorium on rental payments will expire no signs of it being extended as wages have decreased under biden and his administration and the subsequent inflation I wanna talk about that because at the crux of the story is this question. And the question is, what do you do when the politicians you elected, speaking particularly of Democrats, but all, what do you do when they don't keep their promises or when their policies just don't work or when their policies have bad or opposite than than what they expected, opposite results. I want to listen I want to talk about that and I want you guys to really in this video listen to the undercurrent of the story yes it may appear to be bad I get it I understand it but listen if you can to the undercurrent of this story it's in my view uh, important it's being ignored by the mainstream media and it affects every day people that's why it's being ignored because the elites don't have to worry about it and it's not necessarily newsworthy nor does it help their favorite their guy who's in the white house by saying hey do you know that wages actually decreased under the guy we told you and pushed you to vote for so i want to talk about that because i think it's important um again because it affects people like you people like me um and it's it's something that a lot of news outlets are ignoring so i want to look at that from this timcast.com has the story Biden's inflation causes wages to drop by almost two percent let's read this due to the record-breaking inflation levels under the biden administration the average american's wage has decreased no one wants to talk about this has decreased nearly two percent from june of 2020 to june 2021 so if you look at june 2020 you look at now june 2021 and you just compare what people were making the wages people were earning in that year 2020 versus 2021 it's a decrease of nearly two percent according to recently released data from the bureau of labor statistics average Hourly earnings have increased from 29 dollars and thirty five cent in June of twenty twenty to now being an average of thirty dollars and forty cent in June of twenty twenty one. However, you gotta adjust that for inflation, because if you just take that data and say, "Oh, it's it was twenty nine thirty five now it's thirty dollars forty that's a that's an increase. No, look at it and adjust for adjust for inflation. When adjusting for inflation, however. Real average hour earnings have decreased 1.7 percent during the same period. By comparison, when former President Trump left office, Bureau of Labor Statistics revealed that real average hourly earnings had risen 3.8 percent from January 2020 to January 2021. Here is a key, and this is what I talk about. This is what I'm talking about. I say, does your policy work? Does I don't care if your tweets are nice. I don't care if you if you uh, are nice and you have a nice personality, I care simply, does your policy work? Does your policy work? Does your policy serve the American people? And if you compare under Biden and exclusively under Biden, you can't say, oh, it's, it's, it's a windfall of the Trump policies. No, because under Trump, wages rose 3.8%. Under Biden, wages have fell 1.7%, nearly wiping out nearly wiping out the increase in wages under Donald Trump in a pandemic year. Let that be known. This is January, 2020, and to January, 2022, there was increase in wages. Or raise, wages rose 3.8% in the pandemic during 2020. When everything was locked down, the economy was shut down, pa- wages still rose. So it's obvious now under Biden, Having been in office for what six months seven months now his policies aren't working or they're having a bad effect so you need to change course because wages are decreasing so while you may in certain states now have like i think the city of chicago particularly not the state of illinois but the city of chicago has a 15 minimum wage all right while that's an increase in dollar amount what you get paid what's on your page stub yes it's an increase you're still you have actually either not increased at all state where you at or the increase is not as large as it appears on your pay stub because wages on average have decreased two percent when adjusted for inflation the story goes on and says while the economy under biden could have potentially benefited from the covid19 pandemic recovery the president's policies have effective, effectively nullified that trend i think that's a true statement especially when you're paying people to stay home People are making 15 dollars on average in many cities across the country, in many states across the country, due to the extended uh, unemployment benefits that are due to set that are not due to end until September of this year. So, what are you going to get? You're going to get, by nature of and because of human nature, people who say, "Hey, I get paid more sitting at home, not doing anything. So why would I take a job where I'm getting $11.50, $11.25, $12.50, $13.50, 1375 1325 why would i take a job where i'm getting paid two dollars three dollars four dollars five some cases five dollars less when i can sit at home and co- collect unemployment this is not something i'm theorizing about i have literal friends sadly they have this mindset but they, they're independent person have their own thoughts i have literal friends who are saying hey i'm I'm taking unemployment i'm cool with it i'm gonna grind it out until it ends that's not good let's keep looking While real average hourly earnings have steadily declined this year, wages rose to a negative 1.7%. So while you may see on your um, pay stub, you run got $15 an hour because your city, like the city of Chicago recently, has raised the minimum wage, you have not received any growth because if you adjusted for inflation compared to where you were last year, even during the pandemic or 2019, even before pandemic, you, are in the negatives wages on average have decreased by have rose rather by a negative 1.7 percent in June an improvement compared to the negative to the negative 3.7 percent the 2.9 percent in April and May respectively so it was a bit of an improvement but they they have still have negative gains meaning they really haven't risen at all they've actually decreased significantly a bit better than we saw in April and May and June, but there's still a significant decrease there. However, this minor boost appears feeble compared to the 4.2% real average hourly earnings reported for 2020. After Biden's American Rescue Plan was passed in March of 2021, inflation hit its highest level since the Great Recession for every following month. So Biden passed the American Rescue Plan i think history will look at that <laughs> uh, and it, it 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 probably will not see that as a rescue plan but nevertheless after it was passed in march of 21 2021 of this year biden's american rescue plan april may june and july saw the highest levels of inflation since the great recession in june the consumer price index increased from a year earlier, the largest jump since again right before the Great Recession of August 2008, just before the worst financial crisis. Economists surveyed by Dow Jones had been expecting a 5% gain as reported by CNBC. Stripping out volatile food and energy prices, the core CPI consumer price index rose 4.5%. The sharp move for that measure since September 1991 that's the sharpest move since september of 1991 meaning prices are up prices are up in two it, 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 you measured in two factors or You look at it in two con in, in two different contexts prices are up inflation is up seen not seen since the high since the great recession as well consumer price index the cpi is higher and it's the sharpest it's gone up since nineteen ninety one. At the same time, Biden's increase of unemployment, which I'm talked about, has severely delayed the recovery of jobs because people want to stay home. The economy added after Biden passed his American rescue plan, didn't do a lot of rescuing, seemingly. After he passed his his American rescue plan, jobs added back to the economy were were less than expected by 750,000. Forrest reported, the United States added 266,000 jobs in April, according to the data released by the Labor Department Friday. Much worse, much worse, than the one million job gains economists expected and far fewer than the 916,000 jobs added in March. Indicating that the long teepee labor market recovery is slowing down again, even as stocks and corporate earnings rip higher. So rich people are making money, but you and I, every day common people are getting the butt of this. This from the Wall Street Journal. I've shared this with you all many times but higher inflation is here to stay according to the Wall Street Journal for years economists forecast strong economic rebound and lingering pandemic disruptions fuel inflation forecasts above 2% through 2023 a survey finds and it talks about the article talks about and I've shared this in other segments you can look on the channel and find those but it talks about how Economists are saying Especially those surveyed by the Wall Street Journal That inflation is here to stay Inflation is here to stay It is here to stay According to certain economists I think It has to get to a point It has to get to a place where people say You know what The policy is not working Put the politics aside Your policy bro Mr. President Biden administration Janet Yellen And the whole crew Your policy does not seem to be working Based on the data Based on the deficits we've seen Based on wages decreasing That's a problem Huge major problem What are you guys' thoughts on this? I share this type of stuff Because the mainstream doesn't talk about it I don't share it to scare you Or to put fear into you No, I share it because you need to know it need to know how the economy in your country is doing. I'm not an economist. I prefer to talk about other types of news, but I think it's important. So I talk about it and I report on it. What are your thoughts on this, guys? Um, I personally, I see this as a, a, a slow beginning to something that's not so great. I'll say it like that. a Slow beginning to something that's not going to be so great. Not for the elites. No, no, no. For the everyday common person for the everyday common American. Regardless of race, by the way, black, white, orange, yellow, whatever. I see this as a looming issue. Could be wrong. This could just be a period in the summer where it lulls and then fall comes and things shoot back up. We don't know. We shall see. It's all up, as they say in the air. I wanna know your thoughts. Comment, like, share, subscribe. I read every comment. I try to, I try to respond to them as well. Tell us about this channel. Tell us about what we're doing here at Media. This YouTube channel, the podcast. Look for the podcast on any major podcasting platforms. Just search Jay Shakur, J A Y S H A K U R, and you will find the podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you're watching via YouTube instead of listening via Spotify or Apple Podcast, you can easily subscribe. You can like, hit that bell to get notified anytime I go live, anytime I post a new video. As well, share these videos. Share two videos twice a week with a couple of people. That's how you got to do two, two, two. Share two videos twice a week with two people. I would greatly appreciate it. I think it'll help them. I think it informed them, giving them information that the mainstream media is often ignored. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you in the next segment. Nancy Pelosi confirms, and I'm not saying this with a smile because I'm being uh, facetious. Nancy Pelosi confirms Joe Biden will break, yet again, another campaign promise. Nancy Pelosi said in a press briefing that, and I think maybe she's right on this issue or in the sense of the power of the presidency. Me saying Nancy Pelosi is right is kind of rare, but she says Biden doesn't have power to cancel student debt. Check, another campaign promise not kept. Promises made, promises not kept will be Biden's tune at least going forward. I wanna look at this story because it is, it's what you get, in my view, when you vote for nothing politicians, establishment, particularly establishment politicians, who say any and everything to get elected, but do not follow through. It's only been what, six, seven months, and we're already seeing campaign promise after campaign promise of Joe Biden, to his constituency, how he has a constituency, it still boggles my mind, but he has a constituency. He, We are seeing campaign after campaign after campaign promise fall apart. You're going to demoralize your voters that way. Number one. Number two, you shouldn't have promised things you knew you could not do for giving student loan debt. Number three. What and how, I should say, are these progressive liberal lefties feeling now that they're man, they fought so hard for, they support it. And they said, we got to vote for him anyway. It doesn't matter. How do they feel now? What are they saying? it will be quite funny. Let's look at the story. That's what you get. That's all I got to say. Let's look at the story though. Pelosi says Biden doesn't have power to cancel student debt. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi suggested on Wednesday, that people who believe president Joe Biden can forgive student debt on his own are misinformed quote. The president can't do it. Pelosi said at a press briefing, that's not even a discussion. Pelosi said any student debt forgiveness would have, would, would have to be carried out by Congress. Other people in her party have said otherwise. Senate majority leader, Chuck Schumer, obviously we know he's a Democrat from New York and Senator Elizabeth Warren and representative, Ayanna Presley have repeatedly called on Biden to forgive $50,000 in federal student debt for all borrowers through executive action. All you need is the flick of a pin, Schumer has said. Biden has asked the U.S. Department of Justice and the U.S. Department of Education to review his legal authority to forgive student debt. Decisions from these agencies are not yet public. They are likely to reach the same conclusion, as the one reached by Speaker Pelosi said. Higher education expert Mark Kanswitz. The White House did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Even if Biden doesn't make doesn't move to cancel student debt, Congress could still do it. Given their razor-thin majority, Democrats might fight might find it hard to pass legislation for giving student loans, but they could include such a bill in the budget. Reconciliation process in the fall. That avenue wouldn't require the support of Republicans. So, yet again, Nancy Pelosi, a member of his own party, third in line, said, Hey, Biden, you ain't got the power to do that. End of discussion. I want to look at this brief from, from Epoch Times. For months, Senate Majority Leader has said and has called chuck schumer has called and issued nearly daily tweets insisting that biden forgive all student loans but during a weekly press conference on july 28th pelosi said today today wednesday she said that he he cannot do that he cannot unilaterally cancel student loan debt pelosi says he can postpone he can delay but he does not have that power she told reporters that would be an act of congress schumer and the progressive democrats have argued that Biden can forgive student loan debt as i'm listed i've listed some of them you know the the squad aoc and all these other all these other crazy people have said hey you can do it you can forgive student loan debt why don't you do it and Pelosi said he can't do it this is what we get and and i, I don't want to be too i said i don't want to be too harsh but this is what you get when you emotionally manipulate people with things you know they care about things you know that they love that they hold dear policies you know they they that many of your voter base is fighting for you hold it up you you hold it like a carrot over them over their over their mouth or whatever using that analogy and yet you don't deliver Imagine the thousands, I just see millions of people who thought if Joe Biden got in student loan debt would be forgiven Or would be a step closer to forgiving student loan debt I think during the campaign he said he wanted to forgive ten thousand or he could he would forgive ten thousand dollars of student loan debt Where is it at? What are you doing? He can't do it. Justice Department is so-called reviewing it to see if he can Pelosi a member of his own party third in line If something should happen to Biden or Harris, she would be president third in line. That's shocking to say, (laughs) but third in line, third in line, she says, oh, he can't do that. That's an act of Congress. So now the burden is on Congress and you have members of Congress and the Senate calling for Schumer's calling for. But yet. It is being said you can't do it. The infighting begins within the Democratic Party. I think you're seeing a voter base that's going to be demoralized, as I mentioned. And it's going to be interesting to see as campaign promise after campaign promise of Biden not being kept. $15 minimum wage off the table. I think he pushed it to 2025 and said we're going to worry about it later. This off the table. And a list of other things off the table. He promised he would not destroy or decimate the the, the, the energy industry. The energy sector signed, I think the first day in office, he signed Stopping the XL Keystone pipeline. So, promise after promise, you're going to damage, in my view, your political coalition, not holding or following through, or at least, at the very least, making it look as if you're trying. Biden has has talked about, we're in a civil war and this is worse than an insurrection in January 6th, but he hasn't talked about any other things he promised his, his people, if they would vote for him, he would do. You're not going to hold a strong coalition that way. Likewise, the former administration would think what you will about Trump. He did his best for the first time ever. He was the very, one of the, few politicians in our nation's history to keep his promises. He could easily say, I made this promise, I did this. He easily could say that. And he easily did say that back in 2020. And still to this day, he can easily say, my record is I told the people I would do this, 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 build the wall, I would do it, do this, do this, cut taxes, I'm gonna do it. Everything he said, and there's just about just about just about i'm gonna say everything absolutely but just about everything he said he wanted to do he at least attempted or tried or gave some type of effort why because you have to you have to strengthen and shore up your coalition so politically this isn't i think a smart thing but one moment of truth <laughs> from nancy pelosi something we don't get often um What are you guys' thoughts on this? I, I I personally think it's going to demoralize a lot of voters. It's going to make a lot of voters take a second, third, or fourth look at Biden when they shouldn't have even took a first look. But nevertheless, it's their it's their choice. But what are you guys' thoughts on this? Biden yet again breaking another campaign promise. Thank you guys for liking, commenting, sharing this, which I know you will do. Tell us about this channel. Tell us about this YouTube channel. Tell us about. This podcast and what we're doing here at Jashikorn Media, you can search in any podcasting major podcasting platform to find out more about me, to find out more about the show, to find out more about this of what we're doing, to listen to all the podcast episodes that you may have missed or you may not even know because you, you just came along. You can listen to that by searching Core as well. Subscribe. I've said it a billion times. Subscribe. Tell us about this channel. Thank you all. I've said it a thousand times. Word of mouth is and will always be, in my view, the best marketing the best marketing tell us about this channel if this is informative for you comment what are you guys thoughts on Biden yet again breaking another campaign promise what are you guys thoughts about the content i would love to know what you guys think i love your support as we grow out this channel as we grow this content giving you the news giving you the information giving you what the mainstream media does not want to talk about under reports or does not or they don't report at all or they twist it this is what i am endeavoring to do give you the guys the news yes I throw my opinion in there but to give you the hard facts and you can agree with me you can disagree with me it is no uh pretense of, of compulsion saying you got to believe what I believe about every issue or every story so again thank you guys for listening thank guys for tuning in and I'll see you guys in the next segment whistleblowers say they were told according to NBC. They were told to downplay COVID outbreak among migrants. I want to talk about this because again, it's from NBC. So it's not from some right wing radical, you know, people like to attack and say, that's right wing conspiracy. No, this is reported by NBC and it's just truth. It's truth. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't, they framed it differently. They didn't frame this, you know, if, if Trump was in office and, 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 there was a covid outbreak among uh the mig- migrant children pers- specifically this would be the breaking story look what look what's happening in trump's america so i'm pretty sure the framing is a bit soft because they sympathize with their guy who's in the white house but nevertheless the fact is according to whistleblowers migrants they have been told to undercount or downplay rather covid outbreak among children at the border they're calling them shelters i remember a time they called them cages under trump blaming him for them when they were actually built under obama remember those times let's look at this story at fort bliss migrant shelter in texas at the fort bliss migrant shelter in texas hundreds of children contracted covid in the overcrowded conditions whistleblowers said in a complaint filed wednesday Two more whistleblowers have come forward to allege that children were mistreated by contractors and senior federal employee managers at a department health and human service migrant shelter in Fort Bliss, Texas earlier this year. And also says HHS told them to downplay hundreds of COVID infections among children held at the facility. COVID was widespread among children and eventually spread to many employees. Hundreds of children contracted the COVID in the overcrowded conditions. Adequate masks were not consistently provided to children, nor was their use consistently enforced. The whistleblowers, Arthur Perlstein and Lauren Reinhold, or maybe renouncing their names, their last names improperly, said in a federal whistleblower complaint filed Wednesday. But at the end of their service, they said federal deta- detaillees were regularly given written instructions from HAC, hhs public affairs that told them quote when acts to make everything sound positive about the fort bliss experience and to play down anything negative at a town hall with employees a senior manager for the u.s public health service refused to share the rate of infections explaining that he did not want the rate of infections particularly among children but i guess more broadly here he refused to share the rate of rate of infections explaining that he did not want the number to end up reported by the media please tell me where you withhold information from a prep from the press talk about freedom of the press talk about an assault on the press talk about not having at the behest of biden's hhs of biden's uh dhs you're told not to talk about the positives not to talk about the negatives up play up the positives but downplay the negatives Again, this should be at least story number two in the news cycle, the mainstream media news cycle, and it's not. We got this from TimCast.com. Report, 50,000 migrants released into the U.S. by Border Patrol, 50,000. Bigger than some small cities in this country. 50,000 migrants released into the U.S. by Border Patrol. Just 13%, 13% of those showed up to an ICE office. A new report from Axios is shedding more light on the chaos quickly unfolding at the U.S.-Mexico border. This, and I want you guys to pay attention to this, quote, about 50,000 migrants who crossed the southern border illegally have now been released into the United States without a court date, although they are told to report to an ICE office instead. Just 13 percent have showed up so far. Axios has learned. And this is what the outlet posted to Twitter. The sizable numbers are, si- are a sign of just how overwhelmed, just how overwhelmed some sectors of the United States Mexico border continue to be. A single stretch covering the Rio Grande Valley had 20,000 apprehensions in a week. The figures also show the shortcomings of recent emergency decisions to release migrants. Again, this is under the Biden administration where is the reporting on this very few are talking about it in the mainstream illegal border crossings have broken 20 year records for four consecutive months with 180 188 000 plus apprehensions in june more specifically 188 thousand plus apprehensions in june which is up right that is more than double the seventh, seventh, 780 plus 780,442 plus apprehensions when President Biden took office in January according to data released by Customs and Border Patrol CBP protection excuse me in a single stretch covering the Rio Grande Valley there were more than 20,000 apprehensions in just one week to quell the chaos Texas Governor Abbott is now asking for help for the, from the National Guard Something I, in my, in my humble opinion, should, probably should have been doing. We got this report from Fox News. Now, mind you, this is all in the context of whistleblowers coming forth and saying the Biden administration's DHS, the Biden administration's CB, CBP, have told them to play up the positives of this Fort Bliss migrant facility, but downplay the negatives. This is all coming on the wake. A whistleblower saying they were told to downplay the COVID outbreak among migrant kids at these particular facilities. Fox News: COVID cases among migrants in Rio Grande Valley sector surge. Not two percent. Not three percent. Not a hundred percent. That'll be a that'll be a too much anyway. Nine hundred percent as border numbers continue to rise. There were 135 COVID positive migrants in the first two weeks of July. Fox News learned. The number of detainees who tested positive for COVID-19 in the Rio Grande Valley sector alone has increased by 900%, according to information obtained by Fox News. There were 135 detainees who tested positive in the first two weeks of July alone, marking a 900% increase in confirmed positive cases compared to the previous month, 14 months. And that is only confirmed cases. Why don't we have more confirmed cases? Perhaps it's because whistleblowers have been told, according to whistleblowers, they have been told, many of them have been told, many of the employees and those who work there have been told to downplay the COVID outbreak, particularly among kids. Got this from the New York Post. Video shows hundreds of migrants try to force way past Texas border agents. And I've talked about this in subsequent, in, in, in previous segments, I should say about this particular video it is interesting it's interesting in a in not a good way it's interesting that this is obviously it, i can rag on the media all day it's not being talked about no one wants to talk about it because it's happening under biden everyone wants to ignore it everyone it everyone wants to act like it's not happening or it's or it's not an issue it's an issue it's a non-issue when it's severely a issue when it's severely hurting people i want to make a point and I've made this point many times in subsequent videos, and I've talked about this. I think I talked about this at, on the 75 days of Biden um, uh, when I when I did a, like a progress report. If you can, if I, I guess you could say it's progress. I don't doubt it. I, I think progress is the wrong word. But when I did like 75 days of Biden, we've had Biden in, in the office of the president for 75 days. Here's what has happened so far, and I have talked about in 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 long form the uh, for, for the part for my podcast changing the narrative. I talked about in long form the border. Migrant Immigration Crisis. And I talked about how this particularly affects, hurts black people, black communities, minority communities, because guess what? These migrants, and I know this is controversial. I know I'm probably, be, people gonna talk about me. I'm, if you watch this, you're xenophobic. No, I'm not xenophobic. I'm simply saying, you no, know, do I hate or impress towards immigrants? Come here legally. No, I'm not against or, or harboring ill will towards immigrants. But I am saying, and I'm saying quite directly this, these immigrants come into these communities. We've learned from reporting from Fox News and other outlets that that these migrants are being bussed and flown into the interior of the United States, dropped off into, into certain cities and states. You may think that's a conspiracy, but it's happening just randomly. Some in Texas, in a city in texas i forget the name of the city at this moment in a city in texas where they are getting the brunt of this because they're right at the border it's a border state they have in a hotel it's full of migrants who have tested positive for covid put there by a charity who's trying to i guess do good work or they have good intentions but nevertheless these are illegal immigrants who are staying in hotels with covid some reports are saying that the Charity that put the charity that put them there knew they had COVID. Yet we're having this resurgence of the Delta variant. They're reinstituting mass mandates with fears that they're going to reinstitute lockdowns, but you're doing nothing about the border when people are coming to this country. Number one, illegally. So they're already breaking the law. Number two, it's a threat to public health. Why? Why? Because they're coming with COVID, with, as reported, nine hundred percent increase among in covid cases at the border that's just alone and that was just 135 people that 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 they have found that has been reported imagine the ones that don't get reported that aren't being reported particularly because whistleblowers have come out and said they were told to downplay the negatives why Hmm, perhaps to make the biden administration look good hard to do but nevertheless it is being done that's a problem it's a serious problem it's a gross problem back to my original point when these immigrants come to this country illegally they don't show up in the suburbs of sally sue and i've said this many times i use i I say this in a in a hyperbolic way but i mean it quite literally they don't come and live and move in the suburbs with sally sue they move in the inner city in, in 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 the neighborhoods with already underserved people and they then provide because they're illegal Unwanted competition in a labor market. In many cases, employers giving them preference because they're illegal and they can pay them less and all these and all this other and all this other stuff. There's a point have, that's been made by Tim Pool and others, some on the left and some on the right, that a surf class, if you will, is being made out of immigrants. You hear it. It comes from the left, particularly their justification. Well, they take the jobs that American citizens don't want. Who's going to pick the peaches and who's going to pick the oranges and who's going to do this? Well, number one, I think that's quite racist to assume that all immigrants who come here illegally or otherwise can only do menial labor jobs. No less. That's, a, that's a, a argument posited by, by many, particularly on the left. So they as one person once said, and I'll just quote them, or him rather, they're not sending their best. And then there those who are they are sending are coming here illegally. You don't have a country if you don't have borders. And particularly in the middle of COVID 19, migrants coming, people now coming forward and saying, Hey, I was told not to do this or not to report the negatives. That's a problem. It's a huge problem. What are your thoughts on this? I think it's it's an encompassing issue. I could talk about it all day. It it can go on and on and on sadly because no one is doing anything about it. Uh, Texas government is moving a little bit too slowly with it in my view. What are your thoughts? What do you guys think? Um, what do you guys particularly think about this idea that they're trying to, number one, push a new voting block, solidify a new voting block, which would give them electoral majorities, but also, those who are for, not immigration, I think all people are for legal, proper immigration, but those who are for illegal immigration, are, what do you think about them trying to make as many a positing and saying a serfdom class? Hmm. I don't know. But that is where we are with this. I well, thank you guys for listening to this thing. Guys, for this. As always, like, share, share, tell others about this channel. Tell others about the podcast. You can search Jay Core in any major podcasting platform, wherever you listen to your podcast, and get information about me, about the show, and listen to all backlog podcasts. I would love for you to do that. Share with others. Tell others about this channel. If you want news, if you want information that the mainstream media ignores that is pretty important to your life, I will attempt to bring it to you as truthfully and honestly as possible with the facts. I'll make sure. That I think it's obvious when I'm giving opinion and when I'm giving fact. I appreciate you guys for listening. I thank you guys for tuning in. Please share. Please like. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Hit that notification bell to get notified anytime I go live or anytime I post a new video. I'll see you guys in the next segment. If you'd like to support this podcast or the J Media YouTube channel, you can go to jayshakemedia.com. Click on podcast. It'll take you to a page where you can click on support. You can give monthly to support and keep us independent and keep us high quality.